Hey, hey, hey! Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions! Are you ready to get courageous? I'm going to tilt this up a little bit. Today is your day to be courageous. I'm going to teach you a super effective, mind-blowing, powerful tip for when you repost things. I'm going to give you three sentences that if you add these to your repost, it's going to supercharge it and it's going to multiply the impact that you have with things that you're reposting. But first, I, you may be able to tell that my cold is getting better. Well, my cold, my cold is getting less, which to me is better. And one of the things that's been really helpful is this cute little neti pot. I don't know if any of you have ever used these before. It's spelled N-E-T-I. And if you haven't and you ever have a head cold, I actually forgot that I had this and I didn't use it until just like two, two or three days ago. And it's kind of gross. Yeah, actually, like it looks like a tiny little teapot for those of you on the podcast listening. And you fill it with um, these little packets that you can get from the drugstore of, I think it's like saline and maybe some like baking soda or something um, alkaline. And then um, you put warm water in here. And um, there's a couple, I'm just going to give you a couple of neti pot tips here, this tip for the day before we dive into the topic. Um, you have to... Um, hold, you have to clamp up your nose from the inside as if you're going to go underwater and you're trying to not, trying to not breathe through your nose, you know, if you're trying to make sure that no air goes in because I forgot to do that when I did this again the, for, for the first time um, a couple days ago and I felt like I got like saline going up into my eyeballs that was painful. Don't, don't do that. Do not let it go up that high. You've got to clamp off that part of your nose so that you are not breathing through your nose. You don't want the water going up into your eyeballs. You just want to stay in your nose. And then the other thing that I had forgotten about that causes a lot of problems if you don't do it is using um, tap water that burned a little bit. And I think because of the chlorine that's in the tap water and they do say in the instructions that of course I didn't read on the little packets until the second day <laughs> is that you're supposed to use filtered water or distilled water. And I have a little Brita um, pitcher with a filter. So I just filtered that and I put the water in the microwave for like 30 seconds. You, you want it warm. You don't want it, you don't want it hot at all. And you don't want it like cool from the tap or from the countertop that's also painful so you want it nice like soothing bath water warm which took about 30 seconds in a mug in the um, microwave so neti pot is if any of you are um, suffering from sinus problems that will be uh, give it a try it's it, it's been amazingly helpful to me Okay, so today I'm going to share with you, let me um, share with you this post, first of all, that I saw in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. You're, I haven't figured out yet how to screen share here from my, yeah, from my laptop. I um, wonder if I can do a control, mm, picture in picture, show controls, nope. I'll have to I'll have to Google it or something. But anyway, I will just I will just read it to you and those of you on the podcast will appreciate that. This was a post that was forwarded on to I'm in one of the um Moms Demand Action, their local chapter here. And for those of you that don't know, Moms Demand Action is all about um gun violence prevention. And this was a post that someone put out there 
Um, hold on, let me pull it up. Okay. This is a few of the reasons people fired their guns in December of 2018. And these are real stories. These are actual stories. And this came from Parents Against Gun Violence. And the only thing that the person posting this did is they just changed the wording so that it was in the first person so you can get a sense of like as if the person who did this was talking. Um, December 4th, Pennsylvania. My stepdad wouldn't give me the Wi-Fi password so I shot him. True story. Montana, December 4th. I bring a gun everywhere for safety. When I dropped my purse at Walmart, though, my Derringer went off and shot me in the foot. Now, side note before I get to the rest on this particular post is a day or two ago, no lie, in Michigan here, there was an article that at the bottom of a toboggan run hill there was a gun found and it turns out that one of the people who had their kids there tobogganing thought that it would be a good idea to carry a gun with them and their gun fell out and they didn't realize that the gun had fallen out and it was found by someone else in the snow okay that's just a side note that's what got me fired up ha <laughs> ha no pun intended, like two days ago about this topic again. Next little article, um, Blip, California, December 11th. A librarian banned me from the library, so I shot her dead. Ohio, December 15th. I went to pick up my takeout order from a restaurant, and they tried to charge me sales tax. I told them takeout orders aren't taxed. Apparently, I was wrong, but they wouldn't listen, so I pulled out my gun and threatened the manager. Montana, December 17th. I was out in the woods, and I saw something that looked like Bigfoot. I'm rolling my eyes here. So I shot at it. What the hell? Uh, turns out it was another guy who had come to shoot at targets. I told him he should have worn orange so I would know he wasn't Bigfoot. Okay, the, these are just like idiot alerts here. And, and the idiots are carrying guns. So just, and I'm not saying that people who carry guns are idiots. Believe me, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it's dangerous when people who are idiots also carry guns. Oklahoma, December 19th. A customer came into the pharmacy where I worked to pick up his photos from our lab. He was unhappy with our work, so we started arguing about it. Then we both pulled out our guns. I shot him dead, and I also shot one of my coworkers. Oops. And the customer's gun went off and grazed another bystander. <sighs> what? What? <sighs> New York, December 22nd. I saw a parent arguing with his kid's basketball coach about how much game time the kid had. It looked pretty intense, so I shot both of them. Oh, that's a way to de-escalate a situation. Tennessee, December 25th. My sister wouldn't let me borrow her car, and when our argument got heated, her boyfriend tried to intervene, so I shot him dead. Over the car. December 31st, Oklahoma. The employees at Taco Bell forgot to put hot sauce in my drive-thru order, so I shot up the place. O okay, were you on drugs? December 31st, Wisconsin. My brother was arguing with me about paying rent for the apartment we share, so I shot him in the butt. 
these are real. Okay. Um, so what I want to share with you, a tip that I want to share with you, as if it's not compelling enough just to pass along this post and have people read it. I want you to make it more effective because I'm all about teaching people how to be effective. If you just stir up the pot and say, oh my God, listen to these stories. This is crazy. People are crazy. They're dangerous, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't move the dial. That doesn't get us closer to a win on uh, gun violence prevention, which is the purpose for what the work that I do and what I teach people. So what I'm suggesting is three sentences you should add in your part of the post, you know, up at the top, and you'll have the post below it. First thing is have a hook, some compelling hook that you can tell people about. Uh, the second is add a little bit of some type of a background story. And then the third is some type of a call to action uh, for the reader that you want them to do something because you felt moved enough to post this and you want it to be a wake-up call to, to do something. So my post, um, oh, so every town for gun safety and this mom's demand action, they, let me go back to my, okay, now I can see my screen. Sorry, I was on another screen. Um, so now I can see you. Oh, and for those of you that are on the podcast, you don't know this yet, but it's a very special day because I'm wearing makeup and my hair's all curly, wavy, cute. And I changed my scenery. I moved into a different room. I'm in the living room today. So if you get a chance, go look at this video. This would be one to watch because I look great. I love how my eye makeup looks and yeah. So this is a video to watch. There's no girl in the glare glasses. She's not here today. <laughs> it's just the girl with the pretty makeup and the little earrings that are um, cute little mittens, um, green and red mittens. Okay, so every town for gun safety and moms demand action, I have attended a couple of their meetings. They get a flood of people that come in whenever there's a mass shooting and then it dwindles off and I am working on reaching out to them to get them um, an advocacy chart that I made for them so that we can get more people doing more things and more people staying at those meetings. Uh, anyway, one of the handouts that they have, and this is also on their website, it says words we use, how we talk about our work and the gun violence prevention movement. It's a handout. They have a bunch of handouts. They've got like gun violence and children. So it's, it's an amazing resource for just super quick pull up something in here and uh, write down um, a, a fact, you know, include some fact in the way that they want you to talk about it. For example, um, they, they don't, they're not advocating for quote, gun control, end quote. They are um, part of the gun violence prevention movement. They are not anti-gun. They are anti-gun violence and pro-gun safety. So it's about using terminology that is consistent with the movement. So you become a voice um, without, you don't even have to attend any meetings. Just find this on their website and just try and use factual information that's effective to help change, what we want to do is change the conversation about these, these causes, these issues, 
because the conversations that are being had are not producing the win that we want, which is a safe environment for everyone. Um, so what I did on my post, and you know, this is more art than science, I'm not saying this is the perfect hook, but it said, did you know every day an average of 93 Americans die from gun violence? So that, you know, if, if my friends are reading this, they might stop and say, uh, oh, and it's, you know, I just have three sentences, so it's super short. And I wrote these, so then the, my story about um, what, I'm, what I've reposted is these real stories will dispel myths about who is shooting whom and why. And those of my friends who uh, like picky grammar will like that I used uh, whom correctly there, um, I think. <laughs> and, um, and then what you, the call to action. Now, in this case, I did not include a call to action because I did include a call to action. I think when I po reposted the Traverse City one the other day, I should have. This would be more effective if I said, you know, find out how you can do more. Um, but what I thought I would do is I put a little infomercial here and said, that's why I am pro-gun safety and anti-gun violence. Um, because it is about safety and making sure that the people who already have guns are know about safety and I don't I don't really know necessarily how a safety class would um, change the idiocy of these people in these stories because they're just angry and you know ready to like uh, hair trigger literally on their guns um, and I'm not sure I haven't um, I don't know enough yet about the work that Moms Demand Action and Every Town for Gun Safety are doing um, to, to know that so anyway it's it's being aware of my own limitations but it helps me because it helps me realize oh you know um, you know, I could have made it, maybe had a more powerful call to action the next time, uh, between now and the next time I repost something, I'll, I'll try and find something that's a little bit more powerful. Like I'm actually going to go to their meeting on Monday. They have a, the chapter for the county that I'm in meets uh, once a month. So I'm going to go to their in-person meeting and learn a little bit more, just learn a bit, a little bit more. I, I'm, I, I'm aware of my own level of misunderstanding, which was um, a podcast episode uh, let me look back and see. Level of miss. Oh, uh, five levels of misunderstanding. That is podcast 17. That was before I started the 80 day challenge. Oh, by the way, we're on day 17 of the change the world in 80 days challenge. Did I, did I say that I'm Lainey Friedrich? I don't think so because that's usually when I say what episode it is. <laughs> episode 39 of the podcast. <laughs> Good thing you all know me really well. Or if you don't yet, uh, welcome. And I'm so glad that you're here. So that's the that's the um, power-packed um, lesson for today that I felt a little bit short of. But now, because I actually did that um, about two hours before I decided what today's topic was going to be for this podcast. And now that I know, I will be more effective because I will use hook story, call to action, hook story, call to action. So hook them with some, um, you know, stop the scroll sentence that your friends are going to be like, oh, what's Lainey talking about? And then a little, a story, like even just one sentence about why this post is so meaningful to you, why you reposted it. 
And then the third thing is do some call to action. Point them to a website, ask them to call some, you know, a legislator if it's if it's that type of a post or or to make a different change in their own behavior, whatever it is, whatever you feel is a good next step for them to take and to help your cause win. Oh, and that's it for today for this ep the episode uh, with the video. I am going to have a second podcast episode today. I have a very special guest in half an hour. I'm going to be interviewing. And so uh, listen to that next one. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You just have to show up. Namaste.